0: Hey there fella! I hope you're keeping well. Today I want to talk about healthy eating habits for men over 40 but doable things. I'm not gonna rifle off a big long list of foods you must eat or supplements you must take. I want to talk about habits because really it's building habits that will help us make progress rather than some magic bullet food or supplement. I'm going to take you through 10 healthy eating habits that we can start doing today to make fat loss easier boost our testosterone and energy levels and basically just regain control of what happens to our bodies. Now the thing is I've seen plenty of videos on YouTube and listened to lots of podcasts that tell me a big long list of tips and I've thought yeah totally that's a great idea but then afterwards I just do nothing. I don't put that advice into place or change anything about my life. So to avoid that happening to you at the end of this episode I'm also going to take you through a quick run through of a typical day of following these habits so you can see how easy it is to replicate these things on a daily basis. Hey, Chris here from the Men's Fitness After 40 podcast and Over 40 Freaking Awesome blog. I'm a gym owner and a fitness and lifestyle coach to men over 40, both in person here in Ireland, as you can probably tell from the accent, and online across the UK and North America podcast is for guys who want to look after themselves, get in shape, get a body shape you're proud of, but without turning life upside down. If that sounds like you, then keep listening. I'll be sharing doable, realistic and sustainable diet, workout and lifestyle advice that guys like us can start doing straight away and finally start driving again. So let's jump into these 10 habits. The first one is we need to start prioritizing protein. Now protein, obviously things like lean meat, fish, dairy, eggs, or even protein shakes if you're doing some strength and weights training in the gym. Now protein is muscle sparing, which means obviously as we get over 40 years old, our muscle will start to waste away a little bit unless we're in the gym. giving it a reason to stick around? So as well as getting to the gym, we also need to make sure we're getting enough protein in our diets to keep that muscle that we have and also hopefully to build a little bit more. So that's one thing protein does, but also protein is much more slowly digested than carbohydrates. Carbohydrates being things like pasta, rice, potatoes, bread, stuff like that. So protein will help you keep nice and full, make you less likely to start grabbing muffins and bagels and weird things during the day because you're hungry. The more you can base your breakfast, lunch and dinner on a protein source, the fuller you will feel and the easier you'll find it lose weight and restrict calories a little bit because you're not really starving all day. Habit number two, we need to cut booze consumption to once a week. Now maybe that seems easy for you or maybe you've fallen into a bit of a habit of having a wee glass of wine or a couple of beers every evening just to take the edge off a difficult day. It's easy thing to do, a lot of us kind of link relaxing in front of the TV with having a drink. And that's fine from a health perspective. I mean, Christ, most of Europe has wine with their meals all the time and it's not that bad. But the problem is for men over 40, it does create issues because as much as you maybe think that a drink helps you fall asleep, it doesn't help you get into a deep sleep. It keeps you in a very light sleep. So sleep quality isn't great. If sleep quality isn't great, then we're just not recovering enough overnight. That can lead to low testosterone levels. That will also increase our estrogen levels, female hormones, and can start leading to some fat gain across your chest. Also, as much as there's lots of low calorie options now for alcohol, it's not the calories that does the damage. It's the fact that our body prioritises the alcohol as an energy source overnight, which means that even if your diet has been fine, if you've been eating nice and healthy breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as soon as you have some alcohol in the evening, your body may have been about to Burn a bit of fat while you are sleeping but now it has to break down the alcohol into acetate and burn off that acetate so you're just missing out on a kind of fat loss window of opportunity by drinking alcohol too many evenings a week so you could do what i do i get some fairly snazzy slightly more expensive beers or wine than i would normally drink because a saturday night is my one booze night i suppose so i'm really gonna enjoy it so certainly treat yourself i'm not saying you have to go teetotal but certainly just try and make alcohol something you only indulge in once a week. Habit number three, we need to embrace some hunger. So I spoke there about protein helping us stay fuller so we're not starving the whole time. But we also need to learn to control our eating habits. It's easy to fall into habits of having a breakfast and then mid-morning thinking, oh, I'm getting a wee bit hungry. And then you grab something, then you have your lunch. Then mid-afternoon, you get a bit of a hunger pang, So you grab something else, then dinner. And then at evening again, maybe about 9pm, you think, oh, I could, I could maybe go a bit of something. And then you go into the kitchen and find something. You're just grazing all day. Lo and behold, if you add up all those calories, even though you can't necessarily remember sitting down to a lot of food, you've been eating five or six times over the course of the day, those calories add up. And that's how we gain weight. So it's getting used to hunger being okay. Just Ignoring that voice in your head that's telling you, oh, you're hungry, that's bad, you're going to fall over, you're not going to be able to concentrate, you better have something to eat quickly. Hunger is a sign that there's nothing left in your belly for your body to burn for energy and now it's going to start burning some fat. So being hungry for an hour or two between meals is part of the plan. Habit number four is finding a way of sneaking in more vegetables. Now vegetables are full of vitamins and minerals. Everybody knows we should be having more vegetables and some fruit over the course of the day, but very few people manage that on a daily basis. The odd salad over the course of the week or grabbing a banana in the morning really isn't going to cut it, but the problem arises where we just don't know how to eat more vegetables. No one really wants to sit down to a massive plate of broccoli and green beans and cabbage and kale. So finding ways of sneaking vegetables into your diet. A few ways you can do that is if the meal doesn't actually lend itself to having vegetables in it. If you're having, say, a lean burger and a couple of fries for your dinner, just having a side salad. Chop up some tomatoes and cucumber and a bit of avocado, maybe a bit of lettuce. There's a portion of vegetables. Or chopping up some carrots and some cucumber and having some dips. That's another vehicle for getting some vegetables into your life. Next habit is having an 80-20 approach to junk food. So. It's very easy if you spend a lot of time on social media to think that you need to be 100% super healthy fitness man all day, every day. You need to live some fitness lifestyle. That's not going to do much for your sanity. You need to live your life. You have family meals. You have meals out with friends that you want to enjoy. You want to have some takeout sometimes. You want to have a couple of beers, as I said earlier. So it's having this 80-20 approach to junk food. It is fine, but it needs to be only say 20% of your diet. So that means five or six days a week, you shouldn't be having any junk and then by all means one day a week, go for it, have a meal out, have some takeout, have some booze. That's the approach you need to have. You don't have to live like a monk saying no to junk and booze all day, every day, seven days a week. You can say yes sometimes, but it needs to be controlled. Then on the subject of junk and booze, that brings us on to habit number six, which is talking about calories, in the evening those tend to be the things that we want in the evening when we're sitting down watching something random on television we think oh i could go a wee glass of wine or some crackers and cheese or maybe some chips or maybe something it's trying to see dinner as the last time you're taking on any calories what that allows you to do then is digest everything that you've had over the course of the day by the time you go to bed and then while you're sleeping you're literally burning fat because that's all your body has to burn for energy. The thing is most of the time you're not really hungry in the evening when you want a wee snack or a drink. It's just a form of entertainment. It's this association that we have with relaxing in front of the TV with also having something indulgent. So it's trying to break that link and being okay just sitting on your sofa watching TV and not having anything in your hand. When you understand that Indulgence isn't necessarily a daily thing. You shouldn't be allowing yourself to indulge every single evening, even if it only really feels like something small. It will help it get into your head that most of the time you should be eating for your health and well-being, as opposed to eating for whatever that wee voice in your head tells you that you really want to have at that moment in time. Habit number seven: drink your water. Now, water is one of those kind of underestimated things. It's such a dull thing, water. No one looks forward to a big glass of water. But having said that, it has magical things that it does for us. It helps us with digestion. It helps us to avoid feeling hungry and dehydrated. It helps you feel that energy that you need first thing in the morning as well. There's plenty of times I've had a cup of coffee in the morning, thinking that it's going to help me wake up. And then I still find myself about an hour later yawning. And then I realize, hey, I haven't had any water to drink yet. Lo and behold, I have a massive glass of water and suddenly I feel more energetic. Basically my body's been dehydrated. They're not going to affect us. That has you yawning at your desk at work or just feeling run down. So making water your go-to drink at every meal, having a big glass of water with every meal as well as a coffee or a calorie-free soft drink, those things are fine, but they can't be your main form of hydration. So drink your water. Every single time you're having a meal, have a massive glass of water, the biggest glass you have in your cupboards, fill that with water and that will aid your digestion, help you avoid being dehydrated and lacking energy over the course of the day and will help speed up your metabolism if you're trying to lose weight. Habit number eight is one about practicality. Now, I would encourage you to find one or two options for breakfast and lunch and stick with those most days, six days a week. What that does is it makes your grocery shopping a lot easier. It breaks the link in your head of feeling that every meal needs to be something exciting and seeing what you eat as a form of entertainment and a form of finding something interesting to do with your life. Some meals are just the right thing to have and you need to get used to that. For example, the only things I have for my breakfast are a big kind of smoothie based on Greek yogurt and fruit and some ground flax seeds sounds very boring, and it is, but that hits the spot, keeps me full, gets me a lot of protein, a lot of fiber first thing. Or I'll have three eggs and a piece of toast. Three eggs cooked, any style, scrambled, fried. I've tried poached eggs multiple times and ballsed them up multiple times, so I don't try and make poached eggs anymore. If you know how to poach eggs, you knock yourself out. I'm very jealous if you know how to poach eggs without messing it up. But certainly, three eggs and a piece of toast also does the same thing. Lots of protein first thing in the morning to help me feel full over the course of the morning and just a really easy, quick meal to make for my breakfast. The same thing goes for lunch. The only things I have for lunch are a massive salad with protein on top or a kind of overfilled sandwich. So a couple of bits of whole wheat bread with lots and lots of meat and some vegetables in it. Those are my only two lunches. So, that might seem dull to you that's okay sometimes the meal just needs to be the thing that is the right thing to have at that time and then my dinners are interesting obviously i have something different for dinner every night the kind of go to family meals that's where i kind of get the entertainment and the interesting side of food from on a daily basis but breakfast and lunch are just dull the same thing and that is fine and it makes grocery shopping really easy for example if i'm gonna have three eggs and a bit of toast, six days a week, there you go. I have to buy 18 eggs and a loaf and that's my grocery shopping done for breakfast. Really easy. Same with lunches. If I'm having a mass of salad and chicken six days a week, then I need to buy a few pounds of chicken breast and a load of lettuce and tomato and cucumber and avocado and a bit of uh, low calorie dressing. Grocery shopping done and that's all my lunches figured out for the week too. So come up with a couple of breakfast and lunch options that work for you that tick those boxes of being high protein, preferably some vegetables in there too. Habit number nine, we're nearly at the end. Stay with me. I want you to think of carbohydrates as something that you only really have a lot of on active days. So carbohydrates, things like pasta, rice, bread, potatoes, fries, fruit. Those are very carbohydrate dense. Carbohydrate is something that our body wants to use straight away for energy. And therefore, if you're having a really active day, you're out walking, maybe you're doing some workouts in the gym, or maybe the nature of your job is quite active and you're burning a lot of calories over the course of the day, carbohydrates at every meal are fine. The flip side is, if you're not doing a lot of working out, if the nature of your job isn't particularly active, if you're spending most of your day sitting at a desk and then sitting on the sofa in the evening, you don't need a lot of readily available energy that carbohydrates provide. And if you do have too many, carbohydrates in your diet, then a lot of that is just going to get stored as fat because you're just not burning it off. It's seeing carbohydrates as something you're only having if you're being active. Then the 10th and final healthy eating habit I want to talk about is avoid having treats and candy and booze and those kind of foods that you just can't ignore, that call to you every time you open the refrigerator or the food cupboard. Avoid having those in the house until the day you're actually going to eat them. Stop testing your willpower. Stop forcing yourself to have this iron will and discipline because that's going to run out at some point and you're just going to cave. And then lo and behold, you're standing there in your kitchen, shoving peanut M&Ms into your mouth at 9pm on a Wednesday night. Saturdays is my day when I go to the store to buy my indulgent booze and my junk food. There's, lots of beer, there's ice cream, there's pizza, there's chips, there's chocolate, all sorts of crap. But it's going to get taken to my house, it's going to be eaten that day, and then on Sunday there's nothing left in the house anymore. It has all gone. And that sets me up then Sunday to Friday sticking to my plan of my dull breakfasts and lunches and my go-to family meals. I would advise you to do the same thing. Stop putting too much pressure on yourself to have this iron will and discipline during the week to avoid the things in your cupboard that are calling out to you. Just go and buy the stuff in the store the day you're going to eat them, take them home, eat them and then they're out of the house again. So those are our 10 healthy eating habits. I'm not going to leave you hanging though. As I said I've seen plenty of videos that just tell me things to do and then I ignore them and don't do anything. I want to give you an idea about what a typical day during the week would look like if you were trying to put in place a lot of these healthy eating habits to boost your testosterone to help you lose some weight and just regain some energy. Let's look at what a typical day would look like. You're going to wake up, by all means have a cup of coffee if you need to, if you're having breakfast, then that would be your three eggs and a bit of toast and a massive glass of water too. Now that means you're going to have to buy a pile of eggs and a loaf at the start of the week in the grocery store. Now you're having nothing to eat till lunch. If you're a wee bit hungry between breakfast and lunch, hard luck. Suck it up. You'll be fine. You're an adult. It's lunchtime now. You're going to have a massive salad with some chicken, a wee bit of dressing on top. is great too. Again, your massive glass of water that we're going to have to help that digestion and keep your metabolism going and stop feeling dehydrated and yawning at your desk. If you're at work, obviously, if you're going to have a massive salad with chicken for your lunch, you're going to have to buy a load of salad, vegetables and a load of chicken and maybe think about cooking, all of that chicken in a massive batch and chopping up and just keeping that in your refrigerator so you're then just grabbing a handful of cooked chicken and chucking that on top of your salad. Again between lunch and dinner you're not going to eat anything. If you're hungry, hard luck, suck it up, you'll be fine. We get to dinner and then you're just going to have your standard family meals, your go-to family meals that everybody likes but your plate may look a little bit different depending on how active you've been that day or if you're going to potentially more active in the evening. So if you've been sitting at your desk and not doing anything all day or really haven't been that active, you should not be having that much carbohydrates with your dinner. So now you've had your dinner, you're going to cut yourself off. Even if you're sitting in front of the television and you feel a little bit snacky, you feel, oh, I'd like a little bit of something. You're going to quieten that voice in your head and just say, look, that's not part of the plan. It's a weekday. I don't have junk and booze during the week. But you can by all means dream about the beautiful beers and junk that you're going to have on Saturday. There you go. That's just a typical weekday for you. That's how you can start doing that literally today or tomorrow if you need to get to the grocery store. Hopefully that's given you an idea about how to actually realistically build healthier eating habits into your life. I haven't given you any magic bullet supplements or foods or things you need to do that's going to do everything for you. As I said, it's just these tiny doable habits stacked up over time that's going to help you lose the weight you want and regain the energy that you want and just get control of your body again, because that's the main issue for guys our age. It just feels like we're on this slippery slope. We're not quite sure how to change how we eat. We're not quite sure how to turn this ship around. A lot of those habits, even if you only do half of those on a regular basis, will get you a lot of the way to getting the body shape you want and boosting your health. I hope those healthy eating habits feel really doable for you. Please do rate and review the podcast if you get a chance as ever. If you have any questions at all, get in touch with me, Chris at OffaCoach.com. By all means, reach out. I'm also on Twitter. You can DM me at OffaCoach, O-F-F-A-C-O-A-C-H, if you're on Twitter. Remember, there's also lots of free resources on my website, OffaCoach.com. There's a free one week to better sleep video course for you. There's a free gym workout program. If you're struggling to get started with gym workouts, if you're trying to build strength and fitness, all sorts of free stuff waiting for you, as well as my ebook that I've mentioned before, the four week menopause dodger, that gives you that kind of four week roadmap, the exact steps to take over the course of four weeks to boost your testosterone, to sleep better, to start losing weight and to get your training on track be sure to check out that ebook as well. Again, you'll find that offercoach.com of slash book. I'll put all of these things in the episode description so you don't have to remember these. I know it's difficult sometimes when you're listening to podcasts, if you're out driving or walking or something, it's very difficult to remember. What did that guy say? What was that web address? It's all there. Just look in the episode description and click on whatever tickles your fancy. But as ever, I'll talk to you soon, mate. Take care of yourself. Bye.